Oh, okay. I got... I, 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 wait, yep, okay. All right, I'm ready. A couple of weeks back, you had brought up this discussion of the potential tracking from the likes of Google Ads, Facebook, Disney, uh, tracking you, not only what websites you're going to, but also um, uh, the things that you talk about, and then you get served ads of those very specific things. Am I correct? Right. If you remember, and listeners to this podcast will not be aware of this because I cut it out, but there was a good 15, 20 minutes where I was just silent on my bed, furiously searching the internet for the name and the term of this particular phenomenon. And thanks to a listener of this podcast, he let me know what it's called. And it is called the Bader-Mainhoff phenomenon. Essentially, it's otherwise known as frequency illusion or recency illusion. It's a thing where your brain goes, oh, hey, I learned about something new, and then I would like to learn more. But that's your, more of your, self, your subconscious learning about it. Okay. It's, it's, it's the same thing where um, when my ex-wife was pregnant, I started seeing everybody being pregnant. Or okay. when I bought yeah. a red car... I saw all like, these yeah. red cars. Okay. So so it's kind of connected to that. But I also agree with um, your sentiment that, well, that might be the case if I was like actively ser- seeking for it or whatever. Um, but the other thing that I want to touch on is something that I'm going to sound pretentious here that I heard about in a podcast, <laughs> which is, um, it, which is how Facebook actually tracks you when you're not even on Facebook. Okay. And if Facebook does this, you can definitely make the argument that other companies are doing this as well too. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk about Facebook specifically. They use a tool, what they call Facebook pixels. And essentially they can implement this on any website. The owner of the website just can put it on their website. It's essentially hidden. And Facebook can see, oh, this person from Salt Lake City or south of Salt Lake or whatever is on reddit.com. Now, that same and that person is doing this, that, and the other thing. And then you go to a different site. And they start seeing patterns and they start seeing things that this particular individual is doing. They don't know who you are by name, and they don't even need to know exactly where you are, but they get enough information wherein that when you eventually, whether you go on Facebook or not, you're going to be served ads with the uh, amalgamated information that they were able to uh, deduce from your everyday active searches. So uh, if Facebook's doing it, I can only imagine like Google is doing something something similar to that. The only way really that you can be, uh, that, that you can block that uh, is, I would argue is using like a VPN, uh, a privacy tool called something like Privacy Badger. Uh, I don't know if going incognito or in private would do it. I That's something that I would have to look into. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't, I go, going back to the original conversation, it is freaky and it is weird that you did get that princess-related email hours after you had talked about Disney Princess Breakfast with random strangers. But it, it could be very similar to what I had mentioned. You were physically location-based in the same vicinity 
they already knew that you were going to L.A. And they said, well, this is the perfect time to send this individual a blast email. And it just so happened to be uh, Disney princess related. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, I, I definitely uh, will say that like I've learned about like that whole email tracking and voice tracking and stuff for Facebook like long, long ago. And I thought I was like, it's not going to affect me because I've got all that kind of stuff turned off. I've made sure this, that and the other, you know, do not track requests and uh, the ability mm-hmm. for Facebook to track my location and track this, that and the other are all turned off. I mean, right. there's only so much I can do, but at the very least, most of that stuff was all disabled. Um, so like, I was a firm believer that it should never happen to me. So that's why it was like, uh, so jarring because sure. I thought I had all of these different settings and thing like preventative measures taken. So to where I would never be the victim of this. And so it was really jarring to be like, Oh no, it, it's you. you. You're, you, you got the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yep, my kids will love Disney princesses in maybe like 10 years. <laughs> so I did something this weekend that I haven't done in probably over a decade. Want to guess you what shot it was? Oh, uh, nope. Nope. Haven't done that ever, actually. Okay. Believe it or um, not. Over in a decade, um, you had a giant sleepover slumber party in sleeping bags and made a pillow fort. Very close, actually. Uh, really? I went camping in a sleeping bag. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I, All right. I have not been camping for, at the very least, nine to ten years. The family just wanted to do something, and they decided it was going to be camping, and I had to work one of the days, but... Uh, they moved it to two days instead of one night. I was, a lot of people were like, hey, let's do one night. And everyone, everyone else was like, one night. We're going to pack up and set up for one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so I was like, thank you, because I have to work the one night. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I slept in the great outdoors. Um, and we were I was talking to someone, and they said I, had, I was glamping. I wasn't actually camping. I was glamping. Um, I said, what? so explain to me what you were doing uh, and then I will make my own deduction. Pitch a tent, sleep in the tent. The, the, the reason why it was glamping is because the, uh, campgrounds had, uh, bathrooms like just Facilities. like just okay. out, outhouses really. But like they didn't, they had like just bathrooms and he okay. said that that wasn't actually camping. That was glamping. And my argument is uh, glamping in my head is like using the um, campers. Yeah, the campers. That's that's yeah. glamping to me. I think it's all subjective. If you want to be um, a uh, what's the term? If you want to be like an originalist, or you you want to you know bring it back to how camping is supposed to supposed to be, then yes, anything outside. Um, pitching a tent and digging your own hole for the use of uh, expelling your internal waste, that would be glamping. You're right. But I think it, it it is kind of socially acceptable to say, hey, I'm in a tent, but when I need to go to the bathroom, I'm going to use 
this outhouse. And can I just add, these outhouses are not glamorous at all. No, if they're I never, anything so... like the outhouses that we passed by in the in, in the mountains of Utah, um, not glamorous. No, so, so I I didn't not use glamorous. one, but I heard about it from other people in the family, and it it was it's literally just like a a toilet seat over a like pit hole. Yep, just pit. a pit in the ground. It's a well. It's a well. It was uh um without describing too much <laughs> cuz I don't want to make you and listeners and myself eerily sick. Um when we went uh hiking when I visited you guys uh, almost a year ago, um I had to go to 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 the uh big boys room and that was the closest thing and let me tell you, I'm never going to do that again. I would rather <laughs> I would rather be spotted by the side of the road doing my business and some guy say, hey, you know, don't do that over there. I'm like, and having to deal with that versus going back to this cesspool. Cesspool is the best way to describe it. So, yeah, I don't think you're a glamping dude. Yeah, neither do I. I... I thought I was being very rugged and stuff. It was cool. It was fun. We had a fire. Uh, we got rained out and had scones on the fire because we got rained out. It was, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Um, Man, that's one thing I'm missing out on. I've never gone camping. Ever? The only, so you want to talk glamping. I camped outside in my friend's backyard. Yeah, I've done that before. In their tent. Yeah. That's not camping. That's a sleepover. <laughs> and you just so happen to be sleeping outside. That's, yeah. that's not camping, though. <laughs> I mean, if you're so in that's an urban I've environment, done. like, at least you're trying. You're trying to, like, you know, sure. simulate the outdoors when you don't really have it accessible. You're at least trying. And that's that's one thing that people, like, I don't think are is fair to other people is, like, well, that's, that's not good enough. That's all I've got, dude. Like, at least I'm not just sitting inside. Right. Pitch, a, pitch a tent over my bed. <laughs> I'm camping. So I, I was actually, I was uh, having this very similar conversation regarding camping with my girlfriend because she's gone camping camping a number of times with her family, and just kind of gauging what she means by camping. Mm -hmm. And when she iterated the term campgrounds, I was like, okay, so there's there's gonna be some sort of organization whether they visit it or not. Um, there's going to be some sort of organization that has mandated this plot of land are for campers and their tents. And then over yonder in this corner, you can put your, your camper vans, if you like, and you can sleep in there. But it, it, it's somewhat mandated and it's somewhat organized that I personally, for someone who's never gone camping before and is a little bit weary about it, that would be something I would be okay with being introduced to in that form or fashion. That that kind of sounds like that's what you went through. Whereas some other people, when they say, I went camping, it's like, oh, which campground did you go to? No, I just went into the wilderness and said, oh, sun sun's going down. I'm going to camp right here. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's very... Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that's that. That's not it's terrible. Just, it's no, just no, no. like... It's, it, it's just a difference. Yeah, it's and just a difference, and I really crazy don't badgers think that, are like, on the other side of that hill, but that's okay. Yeah. It's all right. I don't think that what I was doing was by any means glamping. No, you're good. You 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 still got your camping uh, merit badge. Merit badge. Merit badge. Yay! <laughs> 
So, Tony, I'm going to ask you something. I haven't asked you since, like, almost we started doing this podcast. And we used to do this for a while, but I haven't asked you, so I'm going to ask you. And the question is, what are you playing lately? Right now, I've been playing a lot of Apex, um, but I'm starting to try to venture off into other games uh, primarily Gears, and I want to get back into Star Wars with you, Star Wars Battlefront 2, because uh, I do enjoy that game, uh, again, when things connect. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but the, the the multiplayer aspect of, of, of Star Wars, um, I'm the, there, there are issues that I have because a lot of the other players are complete OP, and mm. you have been patient enough. To say, you know what, y'all are OP with your weapons, but you ain't got my skills. So you got mad skills, and then you're you're you've come to their level, where in that when you initially spawn in, you might have enough coins and points to say, oh, I'm gonna be Yoda right away, and then I come in like I'm gonna be a grenadier, maybe I guess I don't know. <laughs> so I want to do that, but then uh, the other game that I am, I'm look, I'm definitely looking forward to Call of Duty. Um, Modern Warfare, and so if the new one that's coming out plays anything like Modern Warfare 2, I might re-download Modern Warfare 2, although I realize that a lot of that development team is now under Apex, but nevertheless, I'm, I'm saying, if the playability and play structure is the same, I want to get my mind back into that, especially so I can get my muscle memory back in line. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to do PUBG because I know they've done some humongous upgrades yeah, to both the server and the visuals in it and guns and things like that. Um, so I, I kind of want to throw that out there. Uh, but that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. And I would argue I'm going to be playing a lot more Apex now because we've been introduced uh, this morning to Apex Legends Ranked Leagues. Is that so, that comes out tomorrow, right? It well, does. tomorrow from when we're recording, probably that's out for right the second of July, right? By the time that you folks are listening, if you played this game, it's already out, and so is the season two. So go get that while you can. What about you? What what games are you playing? Because um, you're all over the place sometimes. Yeah, I mean Apex. I'm getting back into Destiny. Star Wars is amazing. Speaking of Gears, though, I've beat Gears of War 4 the same day that they were showing the new trailer for Gears of War uh, 5. (laughs) Um, I beat it like 3 a.m., then woke up and went to work, and uh, they announced, you know, the release date for 5 and everything. And then we went through the Horde mode on Gears 4, and we beat that. That was super fun. Um, It took us like a week, though. Like it took forever mm. to beat it. I'm glad that you can just you know start wherever. That's a yeah. handy dandy feature. Like we were talking in the last episode of the podcast, or maybe even the one before that regarding E3. Um, I just I just I can't get into the Gears franchise, and I know I'm going to be missing out and understanding the elements of the story for Gears Five, but. I feel like if if they do enough of a prologue and maybe a good uh, cinematic um, intro that I would be able to catch up enough to understand who, what, where, why, when. (laughs) All right. The TLDR that I need is 
what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Or you can just find it on YouTube. There you just go. find like you know, tell me the story of Gears, Gears of War, and then find like a five minute video. Watch that. The, yeah, the like, five okay, minute, I'm all like, caught up. Update thing. Yeah. You know, exactly. I I used that uh when I first got into Halo. Um because the my first Halo was Halo Three, and okay. like in terms of story mode, right? And I since I didn't know anything from two or one, I found this like it was. Do you remember Attack of the Show? Yeah. Okay. They had they were like, hey, there's a YouTuber, and they put out a video that has like a TLDR, a too long, didn't watch really of uh of the first two halos if you want to catch up i was like that's exactly what i'm looking for perfect let's watch it (laughs) (laughs) so i watched that and then played three and i (laughs) i started my halo uh saga or whatever you want to call it i started playing halo on three and i beat halo three the same day like we played it for like 12 hours straight um and just beat the entire campaign, and I... Oh, man, that's some good memories, dude. That's some real good memories. Yeah, the only, like, memory regarding Halo that sticks is when you play the Capture the Flag maps, and the voiceover says, Lost the Flag. My friends and I would always joke... Um, it it it's very stupid now and it doesn't make that much sense unless you're playing the game but you you would hear lost the flag and then one of us would say lost the shoe and it's it's funny <laughs> because it made sense to us but now that i'm recanting it to you and our listeners it's well, it it's st- it's stupid. those kind of things where it's like in the moment it's hilarious and you're having fun and then you think about it like a year afterwards. You're like, why was that funny? We were. Well, I dying. remember why. We were I do remember why over. it was. I remember why it was funny is because we were on the couch and we're playing the game, and then the guy says, "Lost the flag," and I had my shoes off, and we were about to we we're about to leave to go to the bar, and as and I was looking around, and I was like, man, I can't find my shoes, <laughs> and that's when my friend said, "Lost the shoe," and that this should be it just became a thing. Okay, well, like, that's no matter just what. an inside joke. I mean, everybody has. Those. It is. It is. It's. But you know, it's. It's still. It. It's. It feels inside a little. A little bit too much inside. Like I can tell it to you, and I real. And you realize the the hilarity behind it because you've had those instances as well too. But right. to other people who either haven't played the game, um, may not have that. But I'm sure everyone has their own inside joke that you know if they were to tell me, I'm like I. I don't get it. How is that funny? <laughs> so it's my daughter's birthday today, and no, on 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 the on the sixth. So your daughter's of, birthday is coming up. It's coming up. Okay, you cut me off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> so it's my daughter's birthday on the sixth. She's turning seven. Okay, and that made me wonder. Uh, it made me like wonder, like, what kind of presents did I get when I was seven? But then it made me wonder, what kind of presents did I get in general, as as a kid of like my interests and things like that, and how they changed over time. Okay. On uh, the and so I want I want to pose a question to you, not just what presents did you get because that's way too vague. We'll be here forever. What's the weirdest? The present? weirdest Bur- present. That weirdest I've ever birthday gotten. present. For a while, someone in my family used to get me cologne every year 
and I can I can count the days that I've worn cologne uh, in my entire life. It's uh, zero. Is, is it zero? Okay, it's zero. Yeah, that's what and I yeah, I yeah. got that for probably five years. Um, Quentin has a beautiful man smell, anyways, so you don't need cologne. <laughs> I I prefer not to smell. I prefer to have no scent. Mm. So I just try to stay clean. <laughs> sure. But yeah, no, I I think that would be it. I'm not I'm not sure. I I, I feel like if you gave me a few minutes, I could <laughs> I could think of something. What you got though? The weirdest presents that I got, my aunt Rose. She would make me toys when I was younger, and I want to say it was between the you know preschool age to right about like first or second grade. And each year for my birthday, I would get these toys that were made by her, and they were crocheted. They were, you know, I don't, I don't know the terminology. My girlfriend probably could run them off. But in any event, these were not like your cookie cutter. Here's the teddy bear. I found, I found the, the pattern at the store and I made it myself. It wasn't like that. Right. It was like this thing where she's like, I'm going to come up with this, this kind of character and I'm going to make it. And the one that sticks out in my mind was a clown. Yeah. This clown... I named him, now this name is uh, very unique. His name was Clowny. Um, what what I remember this clown to be was it, he was made in sections. And I don't know how else to phrase it, but think of, think of little Lego pieces. And you're just, you, you build a vertical piece of, of, uh, of, a, of a Lego structure for one leg and then separately you build another vertical lego structure for its other leg each of those lego pieces was like a disc that was crocheted and it was tied to each other with a piece of string and the whole body was made up of these crocheted little discs that were tied together and then its face was a clown face and it had a little like uh, birthday party hat on and a big smile and I don't remember it freaking me out until you know much much later when mm. I w- when, when you grew I, up when, and kind of realized how weird it was <laughs> well it wasn't the weirdness of it it was more like pop culture uh, pop culture kind of fed into my psyche and when I would look to the clown before what I learned that clowns were to everybody else It'd be like, oh, there's Clowny. He's no big deal. But then when I learned about it and I learned about, you know, Poltergeist and, you know, Revenge of the Clowns and the Nazi land, um, I I was like, oh, people do not like clowns vis-a-vis I don't like that clown anymore. So before <laughs> it was fine and I, and I liked it for what it was and I appreciated it because she put so much time and effort into it. But, you know, as I got older, you know, um, 10 or 11 years old, yeah, it freaked me the hell out. <laughs> That's, yeah, I I can understand. I think you win on that one. When you were a kid, when you were a kid at school, middle school or high school, what quote-unquote black market did you guys run or were you aware about? Ooh, man, I think we, I think there was one, like something, what was it? Crap. Oh, man, I'll have to think about it for a second. What, did you have one? No. Oh, that's (laughs) boring. Why'd you even ask me? (laughs) Uh, What was that? (laughs) 
Oh, I I remember. No, 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 no. I do remember. I do remember. Okay, I do what remember. you got? So we we had a whole thing. So back in fourth and fifth grade, we we uh, my, my uh, classmates and I were very much in in collecting things, and okay. uh, for some reason in Belgium, the Coca Cola Company had this. Uh, advertising campaign where not only would you buy a coke but with the purchase of a coke you also got a free coca-cola yo-yo and it's not a big deal it's a glass yo-yo and actually it's pretty well made glass? Uh, consi- uh okay so like very hard plastic maybe not glass but it looked really nice okay um anyways uh it that was like the gateway drug and then you could buy the other sprite yo-yo fanta yo-yo diet coke yo-yo and so kids would buy these and then a friend of mine actually got really good in good in got really good with uh the local uh corner shop guy and so the corner shop guy gave him gave my friend a really good discount to buy like five of them and then he started reselling it to us and then we started like trading them but we wouldn't just trade yo-yos it would be like give me uh, Batman comic number 75, Spider-Man number three, and I'll give you this yo-yo. And people would trade it like so that. So bartering. I, I yeah. So I don't know if it was necessarily black market. I guess it would be in the in that sense because it wasn't purchased like MSRP. These were like, you know, uh, just, you know. It's about off, as black market as you're going to get with like kids. Yes, exactly. So so we, we did that. And then there was also a huge like black market of pogs. Were you in the Pog regime? Do you uh, remember no. Pogs? I, I, although I do remember Pogs. Pogs was not yeah. uh, my time in school. Or so at least first they off, weren't. if you if you search for Pogs on the internet right now, there's an app for both Android and iOS where you can play digital Pogs, and I think that's disgusting, but it is what it is. But um, for those who aren't aware of what Pogs are, if it didn't reach your country, because I know we do have a slight international listener base, Pogs were basically these um, circular cardboard discs. They had different pictures of different things on them. Some of them were licensed. Some of them were not. And the idea was to uh, collect as many of these circular discs as as much as you could. Then you take the circular discs and you stack them up. And then you have a slammer. This... This is very important. The slammer was a very thick, generally a metal piece of metal. <laughs> it was it was also a circular piece of it was a circular piece of metal and the idea was to slam the top of this tower of pogs and whatever fell from the tower and did not stay on the tower you as the slammer collected those pogs oh geez yeah so it was kind of like marbles kind of like i mean i guess marbles would be the closest thing i can i can relate it to although even that's like a 1950s reference i don't know if people understand how to play marbles anymore but you had the small marbles and they had the big marbles and then you have to hit the other marbles out of the circle. And if you did it, you get to keep all the marbles. It was, it was a lot of fun too. But Pogs, that was the modern day Marvel back in back in the 90s. 
And well, didn't they have like Marvel characters on them? I mean, like that's what I'm saying. The yeah, they okay. had they had they had licensed one. They had Marvel characters. They had some some DC characters. They had characters from like cartoon shows, like uh, Rugrats and things of that nature. And so there there was the whole collectability behind it, just like you know your pop vinyls and and your your uh, what are those called? Um, Didgeridoos. Didgeridoos. Yeah, that's not a thing. Uh, the 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 little the little the Ty bears. You know, those oh, little teddy... uh, Beanie Babies? Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was very much in that sense. But the, the, the fun part was the slamming. So if, if, you, uh, if you got enough people together uh, and you had, like, the best slammer, my friend called his the hammer. Not very uh, unique or imaginative, but it did the job. Uh, right. he, he accrued many, many pogs. But then the whole black market part of it was that when you were not playing the game, because when you're playing the game and you you win the pogs, that's not black market. But the black market part of it was, again, the trades, the trades that were happening. I will give you this Pop-Tart for that Rugrat pog, like something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, side side question then. What was your favorite Pop-Tart as a kid? Oh, it was and still is the strawberry frosted pop tart. Really? Yes. What about that's you? Like, that's like as vanilla as you get. Um, ice cream sundae one, and specifically putting it in the fridge for like a day. Yeah, like my mother when she would agree to buy pop tarts, she always bought the brown cinnamon sugar ones. Oh no. Uh. I don't know why. I think it was because it was like brown sugar instead of white sugar. And to her, that was the closest thing to being like healthy. And then if she <laughs> wanted to be a complete uh, uh, person that uh, hates me, she would get the Pop-Tarts that, A, aren't even Pop-Tarts. They're like the health food brand version of Pop-Tarts. Oh, the and they're not food. And they're not frosted at all. Yeah, the health food brand. Like, I can't even remember the name, but it's like a Paul Newton version or something like that, where it's like healthy and zero sugar and no fat and no cholesterol. But the fruit the is 100%, <laughs> the fruit is 100% real fruit. And I was like, yeah, but if I wanted that, I would just grab an apple. Yeah. I want a treat. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the beauty of a Pop-Tart. I want sugar for breakfast, dang it. <laughs> I kind of do. Oh, my gosh. So that was the other thing, too. And till this day, I don't do it because I was brought up in a household where you never put a Pop-Tart in the toaster, no matter how much that advertisers tell you that you can. My, my, my mom and my dad were completely against me putting the Pop-Tart in the toaster because they feared, especially the... Um, the frosted ones, they feared that it would like melt into the toaster. Oh no. Or, or if they weren't the, if they weren't frosted, they feared that the inside of the pop tart would somehow ooze out and gunk up the toaster. So I was never allowed to put the pop tart into the actual toaster. Man, that was one of my, that's my second favorite is like cookies and cream and then like put it in the toaster for a little bit, get it nice and warm and melty. Ha ha ha. So good. No, I didn't have that luxury. (laughs) I did not have that luxury. And I'm, you know, 36 years old. I could probably do it right now because I'm a a big boy now. But um, I I just don't. So, like, for example, I have a box of Pop-Tarts less than five feet from me. 
I could go pop it in the micro, not the microwave oven, that's stupid, but I could go pop it into the oven and put it in there for maybe just like a minute just so it heats up enough so it gets all nice and crispy, but I won't. I'll just open it up and eat it cold as is. <laughs> you got to do it. If you haven't done it before, you got to do it. I think I'm just too lazy to do it. The toaster, not even the oven, the toaster. The toaster for like a minute. I don't have if. a toaster. You don't have a, Okay. Well, you have to remember, and you and I have had this conversation before, uh, the toaster, or rather, the, uh, the the amount of room that I have for the toaster or any other like gadgetry in my kitchen is nil. Like, I barely Dude, have enough. That's our problem right now is, like, we have too many gadgets. Like, our, our room isn't a lot. It's more than you have, but it's not a lot. And, like, we are... We have so many kitchen gadgets and like that. It's the worst thing is like, we're like, okay, we should remove something. And then we look at what we have and we're like, but this is all wonderful. All of these are wonderful. Why would we get rid of these? (laughs) Yeah, I don't have room for anything. Like I'm in Bed Bath & Beyond or the kitchenware section of Target or, you know, worst case scenario, the kitchenware section of Walmart and I'll see mm-hmm. something like a like a crock pot or one of the other ones that are similar to crock pot. I forget what they're called. And like, oh, I could I could make this, I could make that, and I, I could do all these things. Where am I going to put it? I don't <laughs> I don't know right now. <laughs> I have no room. This is how this is how much room I do not have currently in my in my studio. Um, my iron is in the kitchen on the kitchen, on the breakfast table. Because I don't have any other place to place to put the iron. Like, I know that's not a big deal, but usually you you wouldn't keep the iron in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, that, but that's the only place that I have to, to put it. And it's next to the ketchup. <laughs> it's like, we have ketchup and an iron. Which one would you like for breakfast? Like it just, you know, like that, this is, this is the only amount of room the only amount of space that I currently have. Right. Which is why, at least for me, I am, uh, and I'm not trying to take advantage and especially cause she's listening. I'm not trying to take advantage, but I'm very grateful that my girlfriend has enough space at her place where, if I needed to uh, iron, I can iron over there. Or if I wanted to make something, I would buy all the food if I wanted to make it. And she would graciously allow me to use her things over there if need be. There you, uh, go. you know, so I'm very lucky in that sense. But here, mm-hmm. I hate bringing her here because there is, I was going to swear, there's nothing here um, that I can like make her breakfast or there's there's nothing here that... That I can uh, that to have enough room to feel like I'm not being cramped, mm-hmm. which is why I which is why I barely sleep here. So, yeah. So when you guys are up till three in the morning playing Apex or Star Wars or Destiny or whatever, I'm all caught it up next to her, like twenty miles that way. I'm like, oh, I can't play games anymore. I'm I'm not even by my Xbox. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. So I went to the Chalk Festival. I think a week ago and something kind of interesting <laughs> happened. Um, I ran into someone that I hadn't seen for probably 10, 15 years, something like that. Some crazy, crazy number that yeah, I hadn't seen them 
for that long. And I was like, Hey, uh, and I, like, we didn't really, we weren't really like friends or anything. Like we weren't really like super close or anything like that. We were more, he was a friend of a friend kind of status. Okay. And so I was like, Hey, do you remember me? And his response and I quote was, I remember you were an ass. Wow. So how, so this was 10, 15 years ago that you guys, so were you guys in, were you working together? Was this the last, like it was a friend of a friend. It was a friend of a friend that sometimes was around and like, you know how, like sometimes you'll intermingle intermingle groups and stuff like that. That was it. That was it. He remembered that you were rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was his memory of me. And I'm like, oh okay um <laughs> i don't even know how to respond to that well That's i haven't awkward. seen you for 10 15 years let's try and beat that record <laughs> yeah um, let's, let's see if we can beat our streak let's see if we can go further this time like seriously it was so awkward i was like that who says that to someone like the first thing you say is that like wh- what so <laughs> do you at all remember or can you recant anything why this individual might feel this way toward you not really no like i legit like took the time and was like did i do something and like because because if i were to play video games with you and i didn't know you yeah you can be a jerk because (laughs) you get into that video game mode where you're like we're in it to win it i don't care if you're here to if, if you're here to just muck about you're on my team i gotta deal with you let's go i'm like oh dude i'm just here to have fun no fun Let's go win. Like, okay, my bad. Like you have <laughs> you have that kind of mentality. And I've obviously I've grown to I've grown to uh to deal with it. Love it. I, don't, I don't enjoy it at all. But I've grown to deal with it. Can I just say when we do lose and I'm talking and Sack is talking or whoever else is talking and you're not talking, I can I I just imagine you just sitting in your chair just steaming like oh. Why didn't they do blah blah blah? Why did that blah 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 happen? Like just just <laughs> anger at the world. But then we get back into a new game, and you're like, "Yay, you're back to your old self." <laughs> I just need a minute to to relax and stuff. I don't need you, you know. You don't need to have a uh, a coaching every time we lose. That would be annoying. I don't mind the coaching as long as the coaching is coming from a good place. Like if someone come from a good place, it's people that try to take my words differently. And I'm like, no, that's not what I said. Well, at all. I I will agree. And this is what I've said before. The tone of your voice and the words that are coming out of your head hole sometimes sound condescending. And I know that's not what you mean. But unfortunately, we're all on edge. And when you say whatever it is that you're saying to try and help that player in future matches... It sounds like, oh, dude, you don't think I can even play this game? Like, no, that's not what I said at all. Like, well, if that's what it sounds like. Like, no, it's, I'm not trying to put you down. Like, well, it came out that way, and so I'm not trying to make this a Quentin bashing moment. You're, uh-huh, you're sure. not. So, um, my whole thing is, this person must have, must have had a similar instance like that. Where you said but one we never thing, played games or anything. But like, I, I'm not was... saying I'm not saying it was video game related. Oh, okay. But it must have been an an IRL moment where everybody was fine, 
and you had blurted out something or said something that just came off the wrong way. Maybe you intonated one word and put too much of an emphasis on this syllable over here and you didn't think of anything of it, but to him it came across of hoity-toity, like, oh, I'm better than you because you don't know the answer to this. Or, um, like, you know how, like, when I'll say, yeah, I haven't watched that, your response would be, really? You know how you do that? You say, really? For I know you don't. So, like, if I, if, if, if you said, um, hey, so have you seen, uh, the, the, the Toy Story 3? And if I said, no, I haven't. Really? I would have thought you saw it. It's not like, really, how stupid can you be? It's more of, really, I would have assumed that you did, but okay, we can continue on this conversation. But somebody else who doesn't know you might think like, oh, you're being you're being completely rude to me. I don't want to talk to you ever again. So what you're saying, what you're saying is you think it's my fault. Like you think he, he has ground to stand on. No, it's not your fault. It's just like how you are as a person. <laughs> sounds like, like you're saying no, but your eyes say yes. Like this is, this is some crap, dude. <laughs> Look, if everyone gonna, would I'm just listen say, to me. I'm going to say you're wrong in the way of who holds on to that kind of thing for 10 years like, if anything, I, I feel like if, if he legit, like, had a problem, be like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? You know, 10 years ago, you were kind of rude. What was going on there? Like, who holds on to that for that long? That sounds just ridiculous. Okay, so to your point with that, I, I, I do agree with you. Because it has been 10, 15 years, how, however long it's been. And you've grown as a person. He's grown as a person in one way or fashion. Um, but when he said that, yeah, I remember you being a jerk or whatever, did he say it jokingly or nope. was it like, nope. no, it was like, it was like, Hey, you were a jerk. And that's where it was left. And he and walked we were, away. Like, well, no, we were just the situation. I, I was, I, I could kind of just like, okay, well, I guess we're done talking like, okay, bye. It was just super awkward, super duper awkward. And I feel like although I can come off brash that I don't come off that bad. And he I feel like he was around enough to know. Like that wouldn't be the case if that if what you're saying was true, then he was around long enough to know that that wouldn't have been true. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, like, it wasn't like he met me once. It was definitely a lot more than once. Okay. So, yeah. Now, no, That I, is strange. It, it was super weird and super awkward. And who does that and then remembers that for 15 some odd years? Because like, when I see like, that guy, I am going to... Ta- he got his wish, dude. How many times have you ever, like, like if I ever see that person ever again, I'm going to tell them to their face... They were a jerk. And then there you were at the chocolate festival. And he got exactly what he wanted. <laughs> Chalk festival, not chocolate. Oh, I don't know. So so the, the only reason why I can like talk to this with some sense of uh, experience is because this has actually happened to me. Um, oh. I, 
I had an individual uh, come back into my life, my work life. He had worked at a location. I'm not going to specify anything, but he had worked at a location and then he left said location for bigger and better things. I've had the same job for going on six, seven years now. He came back to the same location. And when I saw him, I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, I'm good. Like, he's just like, yeah, I'm like, what's going on? How's it, how, what, you know, what you been up to? You know, I'm just trying to catch up. I didn't think anything of it. I, I thought maybe he's having a bad day. So we'll try to change things around for him, give him a high right. five. And I was like, so do you have any questions about, you know, Microsoft, Xbox or whatever? He's like, no, nah, I'll just probably get it on my own. I'm like, well, that's kind of why I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm here to, you know, from the horse's mouth, tell you what's, what's up and what's new. Um, you know, and. I went to E3, so I actually got to play some of these things that we're talking about and, uh, you know, hands-on with the Elite Controller, uh, Gen 2. And and so, I mean, is there anything? He's like, ah, honestly, dude, i just rather do it on my own. I don't really want to talk to you. I'm like, really? No. He's like, yeah, you just, you, you come across as, like, not condescending, but a know-it-all. That's what he said. You come oh, okay. across as a know-it-all. And I had to take a step back. And that's why I asked you, like, did you try to, like, dig into it? Because I was able to, like, try to dig into it. Like, okay, so, like, I I apologized right away. I was like, that was mm-hmm. not my intent. My job as a trainer is not to be, I know everything and you don't, so you must listen to me and bow down. Like, I was trying to make him laugh while also apologizing, but he wasn't doing anything. Like, oh, but geez. what did I, what did I say? Or was, what did I do when, you know, when I, uh, when you felt this way, he said to me the, the number of times before when he had seen me years ago before I would come in and he said, you just had this thing about you. Like you were the bee's knees and you were the ish and nothing could touch you. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm as flawed as anybody else. He's like, well, that's not how you come across. And I said, uh-huh. okay, um, <laughs> is it because I'm smiling and I'm excited? He's like, well, that has something to do with it. And so that's when I was like, okay, well, I like my job. I like what I do. I enjoy talking to people. You know, I have things that I have to deal with that I don't like. Um, he's like, me? I'm like, no. You are not Me? what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jeez, dude. What I don't like doing is, you know, dusting and cleaning and doing the the late the the mundane stuff related to my job. Talking to you and people like you in your position uh, and customers, I enjoy doing that because I'm able to get feedback that I can bring back to my job and tell my upper management how we can be better. But I'm not trying to say that I am better. I'm trying to work with you in some sort of uh, symbiotic relationship where you get to learn something and then I also get to learn something. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe you should learn to not be so like high, high and mighty. I'm like, oh, my like, God. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, well, like, I don't I don't know what part of my attitude or what part of my mentality and, and mannerisms make me seem that way. Um, I've never heard that before, which is why I knew that there had to be something with him, which Mm -hmm. circles back to you. It has to be something with that guy because 
it's not like all of your friends are like, dude, you're a jerk to so-and-so. It's just this guy thinks that you're a jerk. And it's just this guy that thinks that I'm above, that I think that I'm above him when I'm clearly not like, I just, you know, so, so what I have, you know, came to the realization was first off, not going to please everybody. I already realized that. But second off, this person is going through some things and is going through something that caused him to come back to a job that he left in the first place. So he probably doesn't want to be here at all. It's mm-hmm. already probably embarrassing to say, oh, I'm freaking back at this location again. But I, I wouldn't put too much stock on what this guy is saying at all. Right. Um, and again, what I was re- relating to when, when you were talking to us when you're playing video games, that is a different Quentin because you're in gaming mode. But the Quentin that we see outside of that, the Quentin that your wife loves, that we love, you're a great person. So this other guy, yeah, no, this other guy needs to like just take a chill pill, sit back and say, <laughs> why did I feel like this person was being rude to me? And maybe yeah. they can, you know, rebuild from there, but whatever. Maybe you'll see him in 20 years from now. Well, hopefully not. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I do want to point out a couple of things, the little housekeeping notes. We have not only the Instagram page where you can find us still recording podcasts, but we also have a Reddit page. This is the first like subreddit that I've I've moderated. Quentin also moderates. So if you guys have any questions, comments, or if you want to send us stories that you would be interested to hear our uh, anecdotes and our thoughts related to that story, please post them there on Reddit. And um, yeah, other than that, Quentin, how can people follow you? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. You can find me in those places as well, too, under Lazy Tech Tony. You can follow the both, both of us, uh, like I said, on Instagram. But we also have one more request. Um, it really does help this podcast to get a little bit more visibility on things like iTunes Podcast or Apple Podcast if you leave a review. So if you have, the, if you have an option to leave a review in CastBox and Pocket Cast and, and Apple Podcast, wherever you're listening to this from, Please, if you don't mind, it'd be awesome. And be honest. You don't have to give us five stars, although you should. <laughs> Just <laughs> let us know how we're doing and so other people can see and so they can also join along in the conversations and journeys that we've all taken together. So until then, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs>